listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Rob Anderson and Jason Brown. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Thank you, Rob, for waking me up from my nap to uh, record this podcast. Uh, the thunder woke me up, so I was able to uh, give well, you good. a nudge. I appreciate you, you getting us down here on time. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, well, you know, tomorrow, uh, there's a lot going on this week, but, uh, you know, I mean, I think maybe one of the more important things is the NCAA baseball tournament. Uh, yeah. Uh, Razorbacks tomorrow are in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Okay. They're playing Grand Canyon. I think that's what it okay. is. I think I didn't know the Grand Canyon had a team. Uh, good for them. Sleep, sleepy schools like yeah. that are the ones that show out in baseball. Yeah. Well, they're a number yeah. three seed. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah how about that? How about the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I'm not saying people should tune in while I, I think the game starts at noon. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be busy at work, so we were going to yes, miss that. Yes, of course. But, uh, you know, if you have time, tune in for that. Um, yes. Speaking of uh, busy things, and next week we're going to be busy, and we will not be here in the studio next week. That's right. We are traveling uh, to a communications conference with American Farm Bureau, and so we will not be here. Uh, but before we go any further, I, I want to welcome our PR ah. intern, Aiden Massey. She's in studio with us yes, today. And uh, we're so glad you're here. And thanks for uh, sitting in and joining us for the Arkansas AgCast. Yes, nice to have you here. But yes, aboard. No, uh, no Arkansas AgCast stream next week. That's right. We will not be live on Thursday. We will have some audio. Uh, uh, we have a yep. feature on uh, agriculture, Arkansas Agriculture Hall of Famer. Yes, a uh, timber industry uh, pioneer, R.R. Okay. R. Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, he he, you know, pioneered in many ways. One of the one of the ways he innovated the the timber industry as a whole, not just in mm-hmm. Arkansas, was developing the transportation, the truck method of of bringing timber out of the woods once okay. out of a forest once it's cut. Yeah. And then uh, algorithms to sort of measure, uh, calculate. Uh, the amount of timber in an area and how often that timber could turn over and be harvested, which is, as I'm told, is still used in uh, app form today, the algorithms that he developed back in the 30s and 40s. So really cool storytelling. Unfortunately, he's not with us any longer, uh, but Kim McDonald, his grandson, is, and that's who I talked to uh, about his grandfather's career and and life. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting Obviously, an interesting story for someone like that. So, yeah. that will be out next Friday. All the usual podcast locations: Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. That's it. Uh, I gotta say, I will never be known for an algorithm. I will never. <laughs> you and me, but well, we work never in public be relations. Yeah. So, so. Uh, we're automatically banned from that. <laughs> uh, that is um, you know, speaking of looking ahead, we are working on. Um, as a matter of fact, Matthew's not in studio with us today because he's out working on on this. We're working on our episode. If you don't know, we have quarterly episodes on RFD TV, uh, and we are working on the next episode uh, right now. The theme of our episode will be farming from the air. It's a very cool thing. Uh, it really is. Um, it airs on June 11th, 
at 4 p.m. Uh, on RFD TV. Um, and I'll just tell you, so I know we've been out to visit aerial applicators uh, in airplane form, mm-hmm. what, what probably most of us know. Um, I got to go visit and have one of the coolest experiences of my agriculture career this week and got to see a helicopter uh, right. application um and that was really cool it's worth watching just for the story of the helicopter just uh it's a helicopter that's been been through it's seen it's a few seen, things it's seen duty yeah. right yeah. right yeah and then um and then uh some of the team went up to uh mark tree i believe and saw a uh a spot application um in from a drone uh it's a pretty so, big drone right yeah oh you were there that's yeah, right yeah it was huge yeah, yeah, very big. So we've got we've got traditional airplane. We've got a, a Huey helicopter, yeah. a 1968 Huey, and then a uh, and then drone application. Am yeah. I missing anything? No, it was a um, the drone was a DJI drone. Really? But you know, ours is tiny. It's po- almost pocket size. This one, yeah. <clears throat> would have the the wingspan. It was beyond where yeah. your seats are. It's, wow, it's big. So learn learn all about that uh, on that episode of RFD TV on uh, June the 11th. The reason we're telling you today is because we won't be on air right. as a reminder next Thursday. So we want you to make make plans. I believe that's Mark a it Saturday. Now, put it on your phone calendar. Whatever you need to do, just be there on Saturday. Yep, that's right. Uh, speaking of being there on TV, uh, yeah. we are going to be uh, launching a new. Uh, Regular uh, appearance on The Vine, KTHV, THV 11, The Vine. Is that the morning show it at 9 a.m.? Yes, mid-morning okay. uh, yeah. show. We'll be on there starting June 13th. Uh, we'll have a little segment on there, and yeah. uh, you'll, you'll probably see some of our, our television uh, commercials, uh, s- some stuff promoting Arkansas Farm Bureau and what we do and who we are, and that's uh-huh. what we're going to talk about in that first segment. Just a little teaser, but there's going to be some fun stuff, too. So Let me guess. Is Jenny getting to do this? I believe she is. Yes, I knew it, man. She's the she's the star. Is her TV star? Yeah. yeah, I know it. All right, well, cool. So June the thirteenth, the Vine. Mm-hmm. We're throwing all kinds of. Di- I hope you've got your calendars out or a notepad because we're throwing all. We got kinds a lot of, of dates stuff. today and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next week is Arkansas Farm Bureau Foundation Week. Also important to tell you that now, uh, mainly so you can get ready. But That's also, right, but I will be talking about that uh, okay. a little bit. Uh, later there's a lot to talk about there that's it's a it's a big thing for a a really important uh, cause here at Arkansas Farm Bureau well I don't want to steal your thunder so we'll we'll keep going but we have talked about the trap shoot a little bit I'm sure you'll mention that yes and plenty of thunder today so don't worry (laughs) take all you want well how about we uh get going with the news that's a good point let's get rolling with an important update for Arkansas growers the U.S. Department of Agriculture's National Agricultural Statistics Service or NAS, because it's no fun to say National Agricultural Statistics Service, that's hard, <laughs> is conducting a two, two mid-year surveys, the June Agriculture Survey and June Area Survey. For this effort, they're con- contacting nearly 1,700 producers in Arkansas to determine acreage and stock levels as of June 1. Uh, they will also uh, collect information from farmers and ranchers from randomly selected land area segments across the state, Uh, The June Agricultural Survey and June Area Survey are two of the most important and well-known NAS that NAS conducts. And the results are used by farmers and ranchers, by the USDA businesses, reporters, researchers, policymakers. There's a lot of important decisions that rely on this uh, this data. 
and as Farm Bureau's Director of Commodity Activities and Economics, uh, Mark Lambert told me, these surveys are strictly voluntary, but they help sway future markets through speculations and hedgings, as well as decision makers for any policies that may come. Uh, the more accurate the data they receive from the surveys, uh, the more it helps align with the industry speculation to minimize these swings and futures market yeah. uh, for new crop prices. So it really, these surveys play an important role across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, NAS will analyze the survey information and publish the results in a series of USDA reports, including the annual acreage and quarterly grain stocks reports, June, uh, which uh, will hit June 30th. Survey data also contributes to NASA's monthly and annual crop production reports. Producers uh, can respond to the June Agricultural Survey online at agcounts.usda.gov. That's agcounts.usda.gov by phone or through the mail. Uh, you know, if you need more information on this, you can call the NAS Delta Regional Field Office at 800-327-2970. Yeah. So very important, as, as you underscored for us, uh, to get this data in. Um, it's anonymous um, and helps helps with a lot of decision-making, uh, you know, at the federal level. And it's level. important decision-making, too, that yeah. uh, has a wide, wide impact. So. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, moving on from USDA, uh, we've got big news uh, from the U of A Division of Agriculture last week, um, making the news uh, with a new leader. Officially official. Yes. Uh, officially te- official. Technical like term. Uh, yeah. The U of A's uh, Board of Trustees confirmed uh, Dr. D.Q. Fields as Vice President for Agriculture on Wednesday, May 25th, uh, based on a recommendation by System President Donald R. Bobbitt back in April following a national search. This is why I say officially official. This has yes. been floating around since April. Uh, Dr. Fields will be the new leader for the University of Arkansas Division of Agriculture. Uh, he's currently serves as dean of the Dale Bumpers College for Agricultural, Food, and Life Sciences and will begin his new role on July 1. Uh, Fields was appointed Bumpers College dean in 2017. He came to Arkansas after serving as professor, as professor and chair of the Department of Agricultural Economics and Rural Sociology at Auburn University, uh, a role that he had held since 2013. So congratulations to uh, Dr. D.Q. Fields, uh, the university. Got a got a heck of a leader there. Absolutely. Glad to see it. Right, time flies because I remember when he got here. Um, yeah. That's great to hear. And moving from the U of A to the Arkansas Department of Agriculture, the Arkansas Department of Agriculture and Arkansas Department of Energy and, Envir- and Environment will be hosting a fire policy forum June 15th through 16th in Little Rock to address Fire policy, prescribed burning, and, and they would really like to have farmer involvement. Um, this has been an issue that's been on the table for a while, lots of discussion about handling these things, and they, they really want farmer participation here. The event will include speakers from the departments as well as universities, the U.S. Forest Service, the National Weather Service, and more. Forum will focus on a discussion of the connections between uh, land management using prescribed fire and and air quality with information on the benefits and best practices for conducting prescribed burns in forestry and agricultural settings. They'll also discuss the state's voluntary management guidelines that can help reduce or eliminate smoke impacts to downwind communities. This is a great chance, again, for farmers to be heard and be a part of this discussion. 
so if you're interested in attending, you must RSVP with David Clark of the Division of Environmental Quality. You can do so by emailing him at clarkd at adeq.state.ar.us. It's one of those state addresses, yeah, so I'm going to read it long. again. clarkd at adeq.state.ar.us. And again, just let him know you're interested in attending. Should be an interesting forum. Again, um, Arkansas has a lot of voluntary best practices and guidelines for this sort of thing, but they're going to be discussing all of that and how to handle the you know prescribed burning and issue and it's uh it's one that you know we've been talking about for a while so yeah guys we want to be at the table on this kind of stuff right um you know we want to make our voices heard and make sure people understand why we do what we do uh this is one of those opportunities so right. please please get involved in this one uh june 15th and 16th and that and i said that's in little rock but to be specific uh it's at the ua division of agriculture cooperative extent Cooperative Extension Service offices on South University. That's 2301 South University. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming, if you're planning to be here, again, do your do the RSVP and then uh, plan to be here in Little Rock on 15th and 16th. Yep. A very important conversation. Well, now we'll turn to a really interesting story in the world of research as it pertains to water and ag production. Um, this story has been floating around all week. So if yeah. you've already seen it, I bet it caught your eye because the, the minute I read it, I was like, what in the world are, is that about? <laughs> it's popped up in my Google News alerts and all that. So yeah. I, I have seen it. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Orlowski, uh, assistant professor of poultry science uh, at the university, is working toward developing chickens that can thrive on limited water. Why, you ask? Well, in a world with shrinking freshwater resources for a growing human population, an opportunity to improve water use efficiency in the world's number one livestock animal, chickens, uh, might be a huge advancement. Pretty important here in Arkansas, too, chickens. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, Sarah's research is part of a five-year multi-institution project funded by a nearly $10 million USDA grant awarded through the National Institute of Food and Agriculture's Agriculture and Food Research Initiative. Uh, according to a United Nations report, about 4 billion people, roughly two-thirds of the world's population, experience a scarcity of fresh water for at least one month each year. The report states that the strain on safe water will increase greatly as the, popul- as the population reaches an estimated 9.7 billion people by 2050. A growing population will result in a mounting demand for protein at the same time that freshwater resources are declining. Orlowski's goal is to develop chickens that consume less water without reducing weight gain. To learn more about this project, and it there's a lot more to learn here. We're just covering yeah. the basics. To learn more about this project and other Division of Agriculture research, visit aaes.uada.edu. Or I bet you can just Google water-efficient chickens yeah. and look for uh, Sarah Orlowski's name. You'll find it. It's fascinating stuff. Yeah, uh, it's a, it was a really cool read. Yeah. So um, so anyway, check that out. Uh, really, really interesting research uh, going on here in the state. I, I believe it's a partnership project with Cornell University. So it's really cool that we've got, we've got a, a place, a seat at the table here. Uh, well... 
we've done quite a bit of news. How about we take a break really quickly to learn how you can be a champion for your community? Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports our work on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and rural communities around the state. From youth leadership programs and academic scholarships, to hunger relief and disaster support, and much more. You can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join today at ARFB.com. You know, uh, we're always following this, our little break. We usually follow that with an example, uh, you know, of, of what's going on. We talk about, we share this message of being a champion uh, in your community. We, we usually highlight what's going on in the counties that's right. uh, across the state. And that's a natural thing. But this week, uh, you know, we shouldn't leave out the important role that Arkansas Farm Bureau Foundation plays in helping both agriculture as a whole and mm-hmm. local communities uh, throughout the state. The foundation provides grants and funding for a variety of important initiatives, whether it's youth leadership and development programs like FFA and 4-H or the MASH, Medical Applications of Science for Health, uh, you know, programs. That's summer the summer camps that offer kids around the state a chance to explore careers in the medical and healthcare field or even natural disaster relief after tornadoes and floods. Uh, the foundation is, you know, is supporting all of those things. Yeah. And it's, it's really critical to everything that Farm Bureau does. Well, next week is Arkansas Farm Bureau Foundation Week. Uh, you hinted about that at the, at the top of the show, mm-hmm. and we talked about some of the stuff going on. Foundation Week is really where we're going to be highlighting some of these important efforts through Arkansas Farm Bureau social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this month, the foundation is trying to hit a goal of raising $4,000. So we um, so we encourage you to head to arfb.com backslash foundation to make a donation. Uh, let's get this ball rolling because you heard about, I just I tease some of those things that the foundation is involved with, mm-hmm. but it really is critical to this whole effort to be champions in local communities. Um, you know, whether there's, you know, last year we've, we've had flooding, we've had tornadoes, foundation is always there, uh, trying to help out after these, these things happen and there's going to be more, there's going to be more need mm-hmm. and the foundation, uh, needs to continue its mission. And then it's on top of, you know, supporting agriculture and farming and, and educating people about that mm-hmm. and, and all the, the youth leadership efforts, um, you watch, watch our social media channels all next week for examples and highlights of the difference the foundation is making in rural Arkansas and all around the state. And on Friday, we'll be posting and updating live from the foundation's annual trap shoot fundraiser, which okay. is always fun. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's good to be live there because, you know, it's nothing like watching some people blow some things out of the air for a good cause. Yeah. Uh, and it's benefiting the Arkansas 4-H and FFA programs. Um, there's a lot of really skilled kids out there. They're very enthusiastic. It's a fun event. Um, and let's hope for the best weather next week. But uh, that's, yeah. that's a great event, and it really uh, it, it, it's all serves to highlight the importance of the foundation mm-hmm. here in Arkansas. You know, I dropped a donation off uh, by the foundation this week trying to get us that. in. Oh, trying okay. to get us in on the trap sheet. <laughs> yeah. We're still not. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> We're still, I hope you. Yeah. I hope you failed. Well, yeah, they wouldn't let us in. Uh, Lucky for us. Yeah, I believe registration is over for teams. That's what they said. I was too late. But they gladly took my donation. I don't doubt that. It's needed, so I feel good about that. Yeah. 
Well, uh, moving on uh, to a couple more stories uh, this week. Um, you know, we've been covering the planning progress in Arkansas each week. Uh, of course, we'll continue to do that this week. Um, after an absolutely beautiful Memorial Day weekend where farmers spent time working in field and pa- fields and pastures, uh, at least where I was where I was traveling through uh, here in the state, we have some rain moving through the state this week, as evidenced yeah. by the uh, clapping thunder. Uh, yeah, I don't know the if we've heard right any now. yet during the show, but man, there was a lot right before we came on. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, you know, with this rain, uh, of course, an, an added challenge is farmers are trying to wrap up planning with on a few commodities. Uh, so let's just see how we're doing real quick. Uh, as of Sunday, we've planted, and if you don't know, this, what we report comes from the USDA um, a weekly planning progress report. It's put out on Sunday uh, for the week prior. Um, so the data, if you if you if you're sitting at home saying no 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 we're done planting you know soybeans, then I apologize. But you know we have to go on with the with the USDA tells us. So as of Sunday, we've planted seventy eight percent of the soybean crop, inching towards the finish line there, and seeing nearly seventy percent of the top of the crop emerged already. And we've planted around 90% of the state's cotton crop as of this week. Should be closing that out soon. Rice planting is also winding down with only about 7% left to go as of this past Sunday. Uh, as I mentioned, I traveled to NEA this week, uh, Northeast Arkansas, for yes. those of you. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're starting to see quite a bit of rice standing now in that part of the state. I even saw some knee-high rice uh, out around Cash uh, up there. Uh, the corn crop is completely planted with nearly all of the planted acres emerged now. So it's one of the things we were worried about a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. And then peanut planting is coming along a little slowly, uh, but we do have 80% of the crop in the ground, uh, according to the USDA report. Uh, just wanted to also uh, drop a, a note in here telling you that uh, our PR team is working on uh, crop updates for each commodity. We'll probably right. wait until we're at least to the hundred percent planted point for right. for all each commodity, but we'll be going around to the university crop specialists and asking them to tell us like what are some of the challenges that we've seen, uh, what's the outlook for the year, some tips for farmers yeah. who need to, um, you know, wh- where they might want to make applications and things like that. Right. So that is that is coming uh, in the next few weeks, but we probably will. Pardon me. Wait until the. Um, 100% of the crop is planted. But if you're seeing unique challenges in wrapping up planting, please let us know in the comments of this video um, or this live stream, or you can email us if you're listening on the podcast. We want to hear from from farmers on this topic and other issues that may be impacting you. And just a reminder, if you are not a farmer, know that farmers remain incredibly busy right now. Uh, keep, please, please, please keep an eye out for farm equipment moving in traffic, especially on county roads and rural highways across the state. Right. It's utterly important for both your safety and the safety of um, farmers. Um, just know that that, that equipment doesn't right. always operate like the equipment we drive. And, and so give them a little bit of time and patience on the road. And, and, you know, and they're, they're dealing with that, you know, when they've got to get from field to field and as sometimes that equipment's pretty large, mm-hmm. they have to do what they have to do. I, we drive through Southeast Arkansas a lot, uh-huh. uh, visiting family and my wife's family. Um, we always, almost always see something, you know, and, and 
I've learned, you know, this is this is part of the deal down here. This is fields and, and usually looking beautiful at different times of year, but that's what they've got to do, and they got to be on the road, and you got to watch out for that. Yeah, and, that's right. Um, if we want to eat. That is very true. You know. And speaking of, we're going to move from major crops to something a little smaller scale, but cool. uh, a few updates here. There's actually a good bit of news from the Farm to School and Early Childhood Education Program at the Arkansas Department of Agriculture. Uh, first, the deadline to enter the Arkansas Grown School Garden Contest is coming up fast, as in June 5th fast. That's uh, very soon. Applicants may be any school, early childhood facility, or alternative learning environment that had a school garden during the 2021-2022 school year. Prizes range from $500 to $1,000, uh, so get those entries in. There are also some opportunities for educators looking for funding for agriculture education and school gardening efforts. Uh, the Christina Sue Leah Resource Grants, these were once called the White Reinhardt Resource Grants from the CSL Foundation, which was founded to carry on the legacy of Christina Sue Lilia. Sorry, I may have mispronounced that the first time. Lilia, the late director of the American Farm Bureau Foundation for Agriculture. These grants provide $100 in credit to purchase ag literacy resources from the American Farm Bureau Foundation for Agriculture store. The deadline to apply is June 30th, and you can find out more at the American Farm Bureau Foundation for Agriculture website, which is agfoundation.org, agfoundation.org. There will also be a webinar on June 14th that's focused on securing funding for school gardens. That could be helpful to some of the educators out there. To register for that, you can go to crowdcast.io backslash kidsgardening. Crowdcast.io backslash kidsgardening. Again, I think we're going to have to recommend people keep uh, notepads or laptops or something uh, so they can keep track of all the addresses, dates, uh, and everything that we're giving them. Uh, But these are all good things. If you're an educator out there and you have an interest in ag education, school gardening, a lot of good things coming up. Yeah. Well, the good thing is no matter how you, if you watch or you listen to us, it comes with a pause button. So use it. Um, But yeah, you know, we've got ag ag educators in the, in the building this week. Yeah. Today, I think. It was an impressive setup too. Lots of cool equipment. Uh, Oh, I heard something about a flames somewhere yeah, part of the process uh it's probably hearsay i doubt it was true it's all very safe but yeah but uh yes yeah, a, a lot of cool equipment i walked through there this morning um different growing things and different uh mechanisms yeah. uh, aquaculture aero uh, tomatoes and an aerator it's very very fascinating um so it's very cool stuff uh and a lot of good good things going on with the ag education yeah. program well that's cool Good to good to hear it, and uh, these gardens are, are important for a whole lot of reasons uh, at schools. Well, last story of the day before we get into uh, Brian's uh, world famous this day in history. Yeah. Uh, we've got news for Arkansas farmers looking to capitalize on regenerative agriculture practices being implemented in your operation. So certainly not not a program for everybody in in Arkansas, but some some may find some interest in this. Um, Cargill has announced an expansion for a commitment it made in 2020 to advance regenerative agriculture practices across 10 million acres in North America by 2030. In 2022, the program expanded, and that's what this announcement is about, expanded to add another 15 states, including Arkansas. Uh, There are several other southern states included in that expansion as well. 
Uh, Cargill's Region Connect program seeks growers who want to choose their own practices and enroll on a year-to-year basis. Enrollment is through September 16th, and eligible practices include cover crops, reduced tillage, and no-till. Eligible acres must have a primary crop of corn, soybeans, or wheat. Farmers can choose the best practices suited to their operation's unique growing condition. For the 22-23 enrollment, Cargill is offering $25 per metric ton of carbon sequestered per acre. For more information about the Regen Connect program, visit CargillRegenConnect.com. All right. Now, uh, drum roll. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I mean. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. <clears throat> you guys have been just, just yak, 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 yak. You know, I tried to focus on the script. Everybody's but waiting. the whole time. For, you know they're waiting on this How do you, Does this right? feel like a vacation for you this week? Like last week as being it a does. co-host? It does a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it was a little stressful. Um, watching all the buttons and stuff. Well, like, like I said, you're doing buttons, iPad, yeah. video, all that, and plus you're reading the news. I, I slept better this week. He I'll makes just, our jobs look really <laughs> easy. People now know yeah. just how we little it is we do, Rob. Just, uh, you know, <clears throat> hardest thing we do is make sure our mouth is close to this. Right, 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 right. exactly. That's right. You want to make, make sure everyone can hear you. Yeah. So. All right. Um, well, speaking of baseball, you guys kicked off with baseball, so we can yeah. end with some of it. Um June 2nd, 1935, Babe Ruth announced his retirement. Okay. Wow. Remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, at age 27, uh, Elizabeth II was coronated as Queen of England. Wow. In in 1953. So is that the big jubilee? Is that that why the Queen's jubilee, Jubilee is this week? Probably is so. that a coronation? I I Correlation? Nah, Look at you. Stuff. Look at you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was a little low. A little Thank low. you. A little, a little slow Thank there, you. But, um. We'll look for all the comments <laughs> from our uh, London viewers. Uh, yeah. Our UK viewers. Yes. Okay. Yes. They'll, they'll be making little comments. I'm sure. So. All right. Well, there <clears> we go. That's about all I got. No, that's a pretty good one. That, that's a pretty good one. Stanley... Uh, Hill came to the meeting yesterday well prepared for some June the 1st on this day. I am sure he did. I'm sure <laughs> yeah, he did. He it's it's hard to fill those shoes. So Well. I wouldn't even want to try. How about that? You've done that? pretty good. That, right. All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week and the uh, on this day for this week. Uh, thanks for following along with the Arkansas iCast. Uh, we're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch the live stream every Thursday at 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you turn on your notifications to get alerts when we go live. Listen to the audio version later on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, the Arkansas AgCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown, and and Rob Anderson. Anderson. Our show is produced by Brian Pistol and Matthew Magdafrau. And this week, our special guest, uh, Aiden Massey. Uh, Just a reminder, we will not be on the air next week. Catch us again on June 16th when we return with the ag Ag news that matters to you. Yes, thank you. I I think we had an issue there with the printer. That matters to you, the farmer. Until then, right before we sign off, I do want to remind you, we will have an audio AgCast next week interview with uh, Arkansas 
Ag Hall of Famer. Until then, we're signing off.